0: ETL Echo Presents Dragonhide Trousers Required by Glittering Git The bartender clears his throat loudly, pulling Harry from the brink of sleep. "'Your company's here,' he says, thrusting his chin towards the door. Harry reluctantly pulls his head off his arms and looks blearily up, expecting to see Charlie's mop of red hair and friendly face. What greets him instead is another sight entirely. Draco Bloody Malfoy stands in the doorway like he owns the place. Even though he's just come from outside, where Harry can tell the wind is blowing forcefully from the draft that has let in, his shoulder-length blonde hair looks artfully tousled. His sharp grey eyes are not quite cold, not entirely friendly, but they draw Harry in. As Harry's gaze travels further down, he has to work hard to keep his mouth from hanging open. It seems like whatever the fuck Malfoy's doing up at the Romanian Dragon Sanctuary is doing wonders for him. He's no longer the slim boy from Hogwarts. Instead, he's filling out his windbreaker almost as much as Charlie. And, oh, Merlin, are those dragonhide trousers? The way they fit Malfoy's toned thighs should be illegal. You might want to close your mouth, boy, the bartender guffaws. Malfoy doesn't take well to being stared at. Reluctantly, Harry forces his gaze from Malfoy and looks down at his pint glass. He takes a sip, steeling himself for whatever comes next. He feels rather than watches Malfoy sit on the barstool next to him. Fancy meeting you here in a place like this, Harry murmurs into his pint glass. Muggle pick-up lines? Really, Potter? Malfoy snarks. I expected better from you. Oi, I resent that. Harry turns to fully face Malfoy so that Malfoy feels the full effects of his glare. Sharp grey eyes meet him, and Harry forgets for a moment why he's upset. Malfoy's eyes shine, and he smiles like a kneesle that got the cream. Oh, this will be fun, Potter. Thanks for making things interesting. The dragons are usually enough to keep me occupied, but sometimes I find myself craving something. He trails off. More. Malfoy wears those damn dragonhide trousers the next day, smirking when he sees Harry looking. It's the same look he gave Harry when they parted ways last night and Harry wants to tear his hair out in frustration. He came to the sanctuary to learn, not ogle Malfoy. He won't remember a single bloody thing if he spends all his time imagining what it would be like to peel those trousers off. Malfoy snaps his fingers in front of him. Potter, I asked you a question. Are you even listening to what I'm saying? Yeah, Harry waves him off. You were talking about how to care for an opali? No, Malfoy says exasperatedly. I was telling you that you must not get close to Stella without me. She's nesting and is quite defensive of her territory. Harry looks away in embarrassment, and his eye catches on Stella's pearly white scales. She's beautiful, isn't she? Malfoy's voice fills with quiet wonder. I've worked with her since she was a chick. I can't believe she's a soon-to-be mother herself. Will I get to watch the egg hatch? It depends on how long you end up staying. Harry hears a promising note in his tone and hopes it's not just him projecting. "'How's it going at the sanctuary?' Hermione asks, her face floating in the green flames of the hearth. "'It's fine,' Harry responds, not wanting to talk about it. "'How's Charlie?' "'Charlie's—' Harry pauses because he has no fucking clue how Charlie is doing. "'Good. Even through the flue flames, he can tell that Hermione is giving him one of her looks— that says she knows he's lying. Charlie's not even here. He's off in China for a conference. Oh, then who's training you? Malfoy. Oh. I can hear everything you're not saying, Myony. And he can. They've been friends for long enough. She's worried about Malfoy and him, concerned Harry will fall back into his old patterns of obsession and rivalry. I don't even care that it's bloody Malfoy. But does he have to go around wearing those dragonhide trousers all the time? Hermione starts to say something, then stops herself. I'm not even going to ask. But please, take care of yourself, okay? I know how you can get around Malfoy, and I just want you to be happy. After two weeks of training with Malfoy, Harry can't help blurting out. Are you required to wear dragonhide trousers? Like, is it written in your contract somewhere that you must be wearing them at all times? Malfoy looks up from the forest floor, where they're gathering a few potions ingredients. I don't wear them all the time, he drawls. I prefer to sleep in the nude, thank you very much. Fuck, now all Harry can think about is Malfoy sleeping naked, all that pale skin on display. Um, he responds elegantly. But, if you must know, Malfoy gives Harry a searching look. It's not a requirement, no but they're good for working with dragons. And I like the way they make my arse look. Harry can't deny that statement. He's been a little too obsessed with Malfoy's arse as of late. Take them off, Malfoy, or I swear I'll... Harry trails off, having a hard time thinking of what exactly he'll do. Bossy, Potter. Malfoy pants, pushing off of Harry and rolling onto his back so he can work his trousers off. Besides, I thought you liked them. He finally manages to take them off and chucks them to the side, turning back over and moving on top of Harry. You stared at my arse enough. I do like them, Harry says blushing, trailing his hand lightly over Malfoy's sharp cheekbones. But I like this even better. He pulls Malfoy in for a kiss, marveling at how easy they fit together. He might just get to see Stella's egg hatch after all. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this reading and would like to stay up to date for other chapters and stories from ETL Echo, you can follow us on TikTok, Tumblr, Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts at etl.echo.audiobooks. ETL Echo. Echoing tales of enemies to lovers.